This remote office.fm weekly coworking show session number four. I'm your host Lima Hayati. Have you ever felt want to get up from city but too much works to do? I've been there, and I'm sure you do. Great news! If you live in Berlin, just one hour with train, you'll be there. Enough from my side. Let's hear more from Julian Baker, CEO of Coconut Space. Julian, I was. I'm American, so I was born in the U.S. and grew up in the Midwest, and I've lived in a lot of places now. So I grew up in the Midwest, lived in California, studied go and made films there, and then I moved to Vietnam, actually, for four and a half years, and I made documentary films and. Um, worked with the communications department of the of WWF in Vietnam, ah, and then I moved. Yeah, <laughs> and then I moved to Berlin, and I I had been working in Vietnam and ha- had a pretty decent career going. But when I moved to Germany, I had to start from the bottom again. Because I didn't speak German, and in the end, I ended. I got a job at a startup that had to do with co-working. So we oh. researched and wrote a lot about co-working, and that's how I discovered the whole co-working world. And that was in 2011. And then, and I worked for them for a few years. The startup doesn't exist anymore. But in the time that I was there, I got to visit many spaces around the world. And I, 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 a friend of mine had this idea that that he would like to. He was a film editor, and he yeah. he thought, hey, you know, um, if I have to work eighteen hours, I'd rather just be in the countryside so I can just focus. But then, like at least, like enjoy the summer. And we and I was at the time developing an idea with my or trying to come up with a business idea with my. My partner, my boyfriend partner, <laughs> and uh, yeah, and we were like, "Oh, that's a really good idea." And then we did some research, realized that it would take like millions to set up with the technical stuff. So we were like, "Oh," and then I thought, "Oh, you know, actually, everybody could do this." And then then I started thinking about like co-working and you know how how people are flexible with their work. And we expanded the idea to include anyone who can be flexible with their work to be able to come to Coconut. Okay. So, it's a place for people from the city to go to the countryside, yeah, to focus, and we would take care of all of the rest. And it expanded quite a lot. So we then we started to think about. Um, the environment that people are working in and how they get different types of inspiration because of the environment also about the effects of nature on on the brain and productivity and and then we even thought further after some time uh, we visited we went to bali and we visited a space there and went to the rome? we went to bali is it rome No, it was a few years ago before Rome. Ah. So we we've been working on this idea for four years. 
So about why the name is coconut? Oh, it means uh, community and concentrated work in nature. Oh, I, I thought it's uh, connected with the coconut. Fruit. No, <laughs> it's funny. We thought of the idea. We thought of the name in Europe, and we thought, oh, it's nice because it makes you think of coconut. Yeah. Like the plant, and then we went to Asia, where there's lots of coconuts, and um, and then the name was kind of funny in a different way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but in Bali we got to know more about digital nomads. So we uh -huh. also, so now we think about people from the city going to the countryside, and we think about people from the world coming here and having a, a place where they meet like-minded people. Yeah, and we also think about the people who live here, so who grew up in this in the countryside here. And to do some community outreach. So here, many people do not have jobs. Oh, so we, we, yes, why are you just countryside? Yes, in Germany, in this area, there's many, it has a very high unemployment rate. Oh. Um, so we, we hope to have more on the place we are now also. So we have sort of three sides that we think about. So you think to open up a job, like job application or sort of you have some kind of job recruitment? Not exactly. We would like there to be some interaction between the people who are um, using computers and are digitally literate yeah. and to have some, um, maybe some workshops and other things with people who are do not use computers who have never been trained um yes because there's a bit of fear if people did not learn to use technology so we want to um make that border uh go away so many people who are from here they do handwork and there's less and less handwork and so we we like hope hewing? sorry like hewing or woodworking Woodworking? I mean, like building buildings or uh, farming. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. And the, but the thing is, is well, they're like industry-wise, the the there's not so much industry jobs. There's not many factories opening now in this area. So there's just not that many of these kinds of jobs, of handwork jobs. So, and people tend to think that, that if you use a computer, it means that you've gone to university and you have a degree and they, they get a little bit um, self-conscious about it. So if we can make them not feel so self-conscious and that not afraid. Uh, you know, what's exactly located uh, near Berlin or? Yeah, yeah, we're one hour outside of Berlin. Like need to take on MRT, maybe? You can take a something like it. You can take the regional train. Ah, okay. Uh, why you choose rural area rather than urban city? I mean, I think it's better using urban city rather than choose rural countryside. Uh, well, for us, I mean, the idea started as for people from the city to uh, get yeah, away yeah. from the city for a while. So, um, and 
I would say 75% of the people who come are from Berlin or from Germany, like uh, others, big cities. So they come here to get away and get a new inspiration. Um, and the, on the other side, there's co there is co-living uh, that is in the cities. So there's kind of, I had a recent, recently I had a big talk with um, some other people who have projects in co-living and we we kind of identified two groups of spaces. So on the one hand, you have um, spaces that are in the, the cities in urban centers. Yeah. That help, that help people who either are just moving to the city or who want to be flexible, but will spend some time. So usually it's a bit more, it's like a short term shared flat, but people usually stay for at least three months. Um, and then in the, the, the second kind of type of co-living is like a destination based. That means that people travel to that place. They travel to the co-living place because of the co-living place, not because of the city that it's um, in. So they, they go there for another reason. I thought uh, maybe like you take the plan, uh, take on like some kind of Airbnb and enjoy the city. No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, but then you're alone. So it's the other thing yeah. I that I learned with co-working is that Very people... Lonely. People like people. They they're more productive around other people, and they enjoy being around people who are living a similar lifestyle. So, the people who come, especially digital nomads that come, I mean, it's nice to be here because they don't have to explain why they're on their computer all day because they're not on vacation. They're actually this is their life, and they work and they travel, but it's but they do have to work also. So you don't want to be, if you're in a hostel, then everybody around you is like, thinks that you're, you know, you can be the strange person that's always on their computer and not going out and enjoying the city or the, the, the view. Yeah. Um, and so you don't have to explain so much. And you can also have a more, let's say a more productive exchange or more valuable exchange with the people here, like in a place where everyone is kind of in this living the same lifestyle or here for the same reason. So are you renting the space of the coconut or you bought the land? Around it? I, we are just finalizing the buying of the place. Oh, very good. Yeah, <laughs> that's nice. Uh, what typically demographic of people who came to the coconut? Um, coconut, their demographic is be people between 25 and 45. Yeah. Um, with most people being in their 30s. Mm -hmm. um, the people who come here, actually, we've got a pretty big range of people. So we have... Uh, sometimes we have, st well, students, it would be more like we have people who are finishing upper level university papers. So researchers, PhDs, um, PhD candidates, people finishing their master's degrees, their thesis. Yeah. 
So people writing. Then we have writers, people writing books. Wow. Uh, then we have we also have startups, so small groups of people who are working on their new business. Um, we have the digital nomads, so they're independent workers usually. Um, so far, we haven't had a um, an employed digital nomad, but they but they exist. I've met I've met many of them along the road. Um, Very cool then, experience, huh? Very cool experience. <laughs> yeah, and we even we even recently had the the managing directors of um, of a pretty good big internet company. So a pretty big international company, um, the CEO and CFO and managing group yeah, came for the strategy meeting, which we had imagined would happen in the future and not, we just opened in May. So we were pretty surprised that this already happened, but it happened and it was nice. It worked. And yeah. Uh, what's your unique selling point that you offer to people who join Coconut? Um, I mean, in general, the, the concept is pretty new. So I, for, there's not many places that exist that are like us. There's a few in the world that are this sort of destination-based co-living place. So what we offer is a place that's relaxing and, and nice to be in. We, we've done some, we've, we have a beautiful location. Uh, we've yeah. made sure, well, normally the internet works really well. <laughs> and what like, happened? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's just in the last few days. It's very frustrating. But I mean, we usually, so, but we work, we're working on it. So, I mean, it's, it's, a, it's clear this is like a priority. In Germany, in the countryside, internet is not always available. Oh. So, it's, it's very, yeah, <laughs> surprising. <laughs> Maybe it's rural. <laughs> It's very rural, but it shouldn't be so difficult, but it is. But so it's, it's a priority for us that the internet works well. Um, and then we also offer, which, which is also difficult here in, in the countryside is we offer um, food. So we make sure that people eat healthy ah, food. We offer you, vegetarian food. And you cook at the kitchen or you like? We prepare the meals. Most people, most people don't stay for too long. So the longest we've had someone stay is for one month. Um, oh. And the way, and one of the things that we like to do is to make sure that people uh, meet each other. And so we eat lunch and dinner together and we prepare the meals and breakfast. We have an open, we, we also pre um, prepare breakfast. So the, Go ahead. The price, the price could be one price for staying, including the hospitality, or for the events and workshop. It's different. Um, we don't. We haven't hosted very many workshops. Uh, are we? Hmm. There have been externally organized workshops here. So the way I guess the way that it works is that we take care of the the and the food in the workspace and we usually would have like an external person who 
prepares workshops for their community and they bring them here. Uh, so they, they put an extra, they put it, they have their price for their workshop and we have our price and we work together with the organizers to make everything in one package and they get to, they take the money for their workshop and we take the money uh, for the, for the place. How, how much for the one month or one week staying? Ah, that's a good question. I would yeah. <laughs> so many people maybe like want to know <laughs> yeah. after this. Let me, let me just tell you in one second. Okay. <laughs> I'm just opening the document. I don't have it in my head. We have a lot of different pricing. Yeah. So, and my calculator. So, Well, it always depends on how you sleep. So, I mean, if you stay here for one month, including food, it's about 1,800 euros, but that's including food every day. It's cheap, though. <laughs> yeah, the workspace and the sleeping. And then if you, and then if you had that and then in, in a private room, so you're also able to have a double room and share with a friend, or we also have shared rooms so that it's more like a dorm. Yeah. Uh, we also, you can cook for yourself. Ah, so very nice. We make it so that, so that's kind of the top price. That's the most expensive. That's one stay. week. That's for one month. Ah, one month just 800? No, 1800. 1800. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's. I think so that's cheaper rather than other places. Yes, it's not. So even like Rome. Even like Rome. Yes, but Rome is a little bit more expensive. It's more expensive. Yeah. It has a different. But you know, you, one of your questions you sent before is if we're. We, we are a bootstrap company oh. so, so we also think about other people being bootstrappers a little bit more yeah, yeah. other other co-living that you see popping up now especially in cities and like rome that you just mentioned actually are coming from a completely different background of real estate management and oh. real estate development where there's a lot of money and it's a different kind mm -hmm. of it's a different kind of business building And they focus on the on a different market. Um, we we prefer to have like our focus is to have a diverse community of people here. So we have different pricing categories, and we we want everyone to come. We don't want if it's if it's too much money for you, we want to find a way that you can still come. If you want to come here, then you really? can. Really? Maybe yeah. I could come. <laughs> you can come. Because Uh, uh, December, I want to go to Australia. Uh, maybe like, let's say May or April. Yeah, I would go to your place. <laughs> yeah, we can we, arrange we, the price. <laughs> you come to Germany. Yeah, yeah. 
I, I have they, maybe, yeah, maybe what? you want to don't come in the winter time. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. What time winter time? Uh, from November to March is really cold. Uh, Although, you know, like, in, in, the, in January, it's very snowy. Do you open, do you open yeah. many, like, every month or just in the summer? No, we are open all the time. Oh. Is we it have, the price different? So far, no. But mm. the price is pretty, no, not yet. But the price is pretty low already. So yeah, we have to it's already low. <laughs> 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 uh, Okay, next opened. Yeah, so we, we, we have oh. to see. When? We opened in May. Oh, not very long. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> uh, what type of the marketing program that you already done so far? Um, so the Social media or you oh, promote on the, spe the event like GCUC or Coworking Europe? So I've been working on this project for four years. So I've done a lot of different things. So I've, I work closely with Coworking Europe. Um, oh. And often I would um, organize the bar camp for Coworking Europe. So I've been very visible there. I also partner with about 10 co-working spaces in Berlin. So mm -hmm. my flyers are there and they tell people about us. And we have a special arrangement. And then I think the most significant thing that we've done is that um, when we do our, when we've been building and getting ready to open the, the place, yeah. we've invited volunteers to come to help us oh. in exchange for vouchers that they can use later. So we did a pilot project two years ago. And we had 80 people come there and or 70 people come there. And we did a renovation this spring and we had 80 people come. And this, I think, has the, been the biggest push for us. So people, when we're still getting ready, come and they get to know the place really well. And then they can and they, they feel a part of it. They also tell their friends about it. Yeah. Um, but this has been the best thing. Word that of we mouth. Yeah, but uh, you know what? People still Google also, <laughs> which is. <laughs> but is there any people like having difficult difficulties to go to your place to go to Coconut? Uh, no, it's easy to get here. It was one ah. one thing that we thought about. So you can take the train or you can drive a car. Either is very easy. Okay. Uh, last question. Could you tell us more about the uh, future plan of the coconut? Yeah, sure. Um, here in Kleinglin, in the village yeah. we are in, yeah. we, we have more buildings to de develop. So we will, we will build um, some kind of studio space, maybe artist studios or fab lab. We're, we're still developing the ideas. Um, and more sleeping possibilities as well. And then on the bigger scale, we're working on um, strengthening the network of spaces like ours. So places that are located in rural areas um, that can have a, um, that can add value to the region that they're in. 
So I am working to connect these projects and find a way to pr help, help everyone promote each other and also to share best practices so that maybe if there's a hotel or another type of business that would like to change their market that's interested in doing something new, mm. that, they that we can share best practices with them and bring them into the network. So that's like a big, big project that I'm working on in just in the beginning. That we've been working on the project four years, but we just opened in May. Ah, so okay. Very new. Um, uh, nothing new, or I, I would just say I invite anybody to come here and get to know us and the community here. Uh, we're having a really good time. It's been really fun. And we have a lot of people coming, so you always meet interesting people when you're here. Wow, very nice. Yeah. I think I, I will go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Thank you so much for your time. Uh, and thank you for making time for joining Remote Official. I will yeah. tell you the when I publish this talk. Thank okay. You. Thank you. Bye-bye. See ya. Bye-bye. Thank you so much, Julian. It was really fantastic story. You can follow her on Twitter at Workationry or check out their website on coconut-page.com. Likewise, you can also follow us at Remote Office Co. See you again next week with Spring Hub Estonia.